Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line now is Tembisa Fakude, Senior Research Fellow and Director at Africa Asia Dialogues, and he also serves on the board of the Mail and Guardian. We'll be unpacking everything about grey listing. Tembisa, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thank you again to be in Timbisa. Okay, so as I've mentioned, we're discussing overall the implication of grey listing. Now, okay, the announcement did come through already on Friday. What's that? Four days ago. And, uh, I thought we'd just like to unpack this a little, just delve a bit deeper into the implications and ramifications behind grey listing on our country. So what does this mean to South Africa's? Let's unwrap exactly what grey listing is, first of all. Well, First of all, let's just define what the, uh, the, the, the FATF is. Uh, it is an intergovernmental organization which monitors the illicit movement of money, including uh, financing of terrorism, money laundering, and financing or buying of uh, weapons of mass destruction. There are currently 39 uh, members of, 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 of this organization. South Africa is one of them. Uh, in other words, South Africa joined this organization, like the Non-Proliferation Treaty, right. for example. Mm-hmm. So if you are not a member of the uh, uh, FATF, you won't necessarily be subjected uh, to the scrutiny, for lack of a better term. Right. But now, because South Africa is part of this, uh, it has now found itself in this position where it's grey-listed. By grey-listing means that there are certain deficiencies in terms of monitoring of uh, funds and movement of money into South Africa. So this is very important to mention. So it's not, it's not as if this was an independent uh, body that came, came in, like the rating agencies, for example, who comes in and start doing their own investigation. This is a, a, a voluntary body with, which South Africa uh, subscribed to, and uh, it, it mm-hmm. subjected itself to its investigation, and they found, unfortunately, that there are problems within uh, the monitoring of movement of funds in, 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 into South Africa and outside South Africa. Sure, Tim Bisa. Of course, now this uh, raises many questions. This can now raise many questions in one's mind. Uh, immediately, what comes to mind is uh, the trade industry and uh, tra- well, and international trade fi- uh, uh, transactions. How is it, how how is this going to be impacted upon? Well, it doesn't have much impact on that uh, because South Africa will be given time, of course, to rectify those deficiencies um, in terms of making sure that as long as that remain part of this. There are a lot of other countries, by the way, that have got worse situation than South Africa and who are not part of the body. And as a result, we don't hear uh, much about them in terms of, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, adhering to the rules and regulations of uh, movements of money right. uh, into and outside the countries. So South Africa has, has subjected itself into this, but it has got no impact. I think what it has, actually, it's likely to improve the image of South Africa should it be able to rectify the situation, because you're given something like three years if the body does found that you have certain deficiencies. And this is a period during which South Africa will be given a chance to rectify its position. Okay, so on, all right, on, we'll, I'll come back to that, but, uh, let's just, re- let's just stay on, um, on, on financial, well, transactions and what, as, as we've just been discussing up till now. Uh, in terms of our recent budget speech, uh, many of the things that were unpacked there, uh, how, do, how does this now impact on factors, uh, brought about, uh, from the, from Minister Gorongwana, uh, when he delivered his budget speech? 
it doesn't really have much impact on what the, on the party speech. Uh, what what I was thinking of actually before this interview is that this might just encourage, uh, you know, crime syndicates to come to South Africa if they really realize that we have got some certain loopholes in terms of uh, bringing in funds and taking funds out. So it, it it is an opportunity for for crime syndicates, but it doesn't really mean much uh, to the overall business. Of, of government, except that uh, South Africa is given a chance to fine tune um, mm-hmm. its uh, its 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 security around uh, around the the importation and the exportation of funding to this country. Uh, so that's 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 really a, a, about it. It's actually um, could be bringing confidence of some sort to those who want to invest into this country that there is this uh, process uh, afoot. And South Africa is a, is a, is a member of this uh, global body and is doing something about it in terms of ensuring that, you know, we have a tight system that prevents the financing and money laundering of, uh, of possible uh, terrorist organizations. Sure. So where would you, I know you've, you've, you've hinted at uh, certain measures up till now, but now where, given, given the situation, where exactly must South Africa start to fulfill this plan to remove the country from the list? Well, there is now a move to um, to uh, encourage South Africans to migrate into using uh, electronic money uh, transaction transactioning, right. um, which is one one step towards uh, avoiding or preventing this illicit uh, exporting of funds and importing of funds into the country. Right now, unfortunately, there is still large cash transactioning in South Africa. So there's a lot of cash that still exchange hands uh, within South Africa and outside South Africa. Loose controls at the borders, particularly uh, our borders with neighboring countries. Um, I mean, the, 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 the physical borders with neighboring countries such as Zimbabwe, Botswana and Swaziland, where money does go in and out and it's difficult to detect. Right. So there's that move of trying to minimize the uh, cash flow into South Africa, and I think until we reach that position, it's going to be very difficult, but given the informal sector, Mm -hmm. which is huge in this country, it's going to be really, really difficult for us to reach that point where we have a cashless society, as it's the case in other countries. Well, certainly hoping that South Africa can pull itself out of this uh, quandary very soon. And uh, timelessly, Timbisa, thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. That's all we've got time for uh, regarding this chat. Timbisa Fagode, Senior Research Fellow and Director at Africa Asia Dialogues. He also serves on the board of the Mail and Guardian, giving us a rundown on the uh, pros and cons of grey listing and how South Africa should now uh, endeavour to manoeuvre itself out of this uh, standing that it has right now.